1: Three, two, one, and we are back. So sorry this podcast is getting out a little bit late today. Julie and I have actually been presenting on um, other uh, podcasts and other events, and I think today alone we've probably been in front of, well, with our podcast, probably with this podcast we'll be in front of maybe 15,000 of you. So every single podcast, what we're starting with, and we're going to continue to do this probably for the next couple weeks, because... We have a ton of new listeners that are discovering us. So every new podcast, we're always reminding everybody the urgency of making sure that you're taking advantage of all the different government programs that are out there. Um, And so I'm just going to do an edited version, okay? So those of you guys who are smart enough to be listening to us for a long period of time don't have to hear me go through all the dribble of all these government programs. But here's the bottom line. To get all the latest information on a constantly being updated format, make sure you text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. SURVIVAL to 31996 will give you instant access to information that we're literally updating now three and four times a day. And this is the best information, and we've designed it in such a way that it's relevant to real estate agents. And so just to give you a quick overview... We're going to, we tell you guys exactly how to get for, uh, forbearances in all of your loans, starting with your mortgages. We tell you guys uh, how much to expect in your stimulus check. There's actually a stimulus calculator that's on the website. Just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. And believe it or not, we also tell you guys how to get unemployment. Um, unemployment benefits now are going to range with the CARES Act. And your state um, unemployment insurance will range from, say, 640 bucks to close to $1,000 per week. And yes, that applies whether you're a 1099 or you're a W-2. So make sure you do all that. And we're also giving you all the drill-down details on how to apply for the SBA disaster relief money and also the SBA paycheck protection money. Now, just to give you a quick overview of those two programs, the SBA disaster relief fund um, will put up to fifteen. I'm sorry, up to twenty-five thousand dollars in your pocket within a relatively short period of time, 10,000 at first, and then later on, they ask you if you want another 15. And from what we understand, those are grants, those are not loans. And it's relatively easy to get that money, frankly, if you qualify, which all of you will because you guys are um, essentially small business owners, so this is money has been literally set aside for you as part of the CARES Act. And to get information on that, you could spend the time Googling, obviously, and get all that information, or you just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. And the other program is the SBA PPP, which stands for Paycheck Protection Plan. Um, And that one is actually, it's very elegant the way it was designed, basically. And again, this is available to anybody, whether they're a W-2 or whether they are a 1099. It does not matter if you're working for your corporation as your only employee or you're just basically a sole proprietor and you don't have a corporation, you're just getting paid through your social security number as a 1099. You still qualify for all these programs. The cool thing about the PPP is that with following some relatively simple rules to follow, that turns in, it goes from being a loan to turning into a grant. So let's say, for example, you earned a hundred, a uh, hundred and twenty thousand dollars last year, and say so of the hundred twenty thousand dollars, let's say it all went to your payroll. I'm making this super simple. You would qualify up for a PPP loan up for up to twenty five thousand dollars, and as long it's as two and a half times your average monthly, and um, provided you seventy five percent of that. To cover your payroll, this is literally how it works, guys. Then you don't have to pay any of it back. So this information is evolving. They, you know, essentially it's changing, changing a little bit every day. So, for example, Julie, which of those two programs was it that covers your um, the uh, rentals? of oh, the disaster relief one. Yes. Yeah. So the disaster relief one was edited on the actual application because we're going through these applications to see the changes. And now if you have loss of rental income, so if you're a mom and pop like Julie and I are, quite literally, (laughs) and you have a bunch of rental properties like we do, you're a mom and pop investor, as they love calling us and you have loss of revenue uh, from essentially disruptions and tenants not paying their rent, the way we've read the application, and again, we're not experts in any of this. We're learning on the job just like you guys are, is that you will qualify, and you can include that in lost revenue through the PPP, which is it's outstanding. It's really amazing. Um, so uh, another thing that we're always reminding all of you of is you need to apply for all of these. So don't ask if you qualify. Just apply and let them tell you that you don't but you do probably for all these, and yes, you will qualify for all of them. So you can be, you can get everything on forbearance. You will get your stimulus check. You can be on unemployment. You can get the SBA disaster relief loan money. You can get the SBA pay, uh, paycheck protection money all at the same time, okay? So this is something that's kind of extraordinary even to try to express to all of you, but there it is. It's available to all of you, so it makes you take um, you know, full advantage of it, to be honest with you. And the other thing is the Main Street Lending Program. That information is just trying to trickle out. We are updating um, the website, which is a free coaching program. We're updating that for you guys every single day. But the uh, paycheck, the Main Street Lending Program, does seem like it's going to be a little bit onerous. It does look like it's going to be a recourse loan, whereas the Paycheck Protection Program is not a recourse loan, and it's not credit dependent. It's It's
2: something that you want to know about because it might apply to you, it might apply to your spouse, and it might apply to some people that you know. So that's the one that we're watching right now. It's probably two weeks out from being official, and it'll probably have a similar process, but it looks like it's going to be a little bit more paperwork intensive. And unlike what we've been talking about so far, it's an actual loan. It's not something, as far as we can tell so far, that converts to a grant. So you want to do everything else that we've talked about first, and then we'll update you. Uh, The SBA website and some of these other programs are literally changing day by day. And I have to say that since we've been reporting on this for basically a month now, maybe a little bit longer than that, it's getting better. a month today. A month today, and it's getting progressively better. It's easier to follow, it's easier to find these things that we're talking about. So uh, we'll continue to sort it out for all of you guys. You know,
1: I I still have not, you remember the Julie and I did a podcast on the stages of grief, you know, as related (laughs) to the coronavirus, and I'm still not quite certain that I've moved past the original one of denial But I forced myself to move to acceptance. But when I read all these things and realize how ridiculously different the world is in just 30 days. Well, you know, one of the stages
2: is bargaining, which might be what the government's doing with us right now. Like, if you stay at home, we're going to do this.
1: Yeah, you stay at home, we'll give you money. Right. So um, now here's another fun little fact. And uh, I have Julie and I had coaching clients that are doing this. If you own multiple businesses, let's say, for example, you have your real estate sales business and that is or is not incorporated. It doesn't matter. Let's say you own a rental business. Same thing. Is or isn't incorporated. You own maybe an interest in a car wash or whoever knows. You know, you guys get the idea. You can apply for all these programs for all your different businesses. You don't just basically, don't don't think small on these things. If you're getting revenue from, like, like for example, EXP people that are getting revenue share, so then there's people I know that are making revenue share, and that revenue share might be disrupted because of this, who knows? And hypothetically, if they were running that money through either as a 1099 or a W-2, hypothetically, I don't know for sure, but they're going to qualify for some of these programs because of the disruption in revenue share. So you guys really got to think out of the box on this, and we this, this event we did earlier today there's i don't know maybe six seven hundred on that event people live and the event the question we kept on getting was do i qualify should i apply and so we just stopped answering the question and we just started saying yes until they stopped asking that annoying question well
2: because, but you can see why they do because historically confusing. historically you know independent contractors agents haven't really quote qualified for much aid across the years nope. so i see where they're coming from but you know, the time for questioning is running out because you know That's these right. things are moving past you. And we just want you to all be able to say thank you to the past you for taking action. Because really what this is is a hedge against the uncertainty of the future. There is no, well, this is just like that time. That's not true. This is not like any time that any of us have experienced. And because of that, we're coaching all of you to put a backstop to that uncertainty of your future. Now, if you do some of these things and you don't need the money, you don't have to use the money. But it's there when you have that 3 a.m. real estate night sweat because you wake up and, you know, catch a headline that unemployment has just hit 30%. Well, we want you to be able to go back to sleep and know you'll be okay.
1: Um, Julie and I have been probably ahead of our skis for a while, predicting how bad the economy was uh, going to get. We are just basing it on uh, the number of unemployed, really. That's what we are focused on because... It mentally, emotionally, it did not make sense. There wasn't going to be at least a recession because there's this many people that are losing their jobs. But now we're very comfortable in saying there's going to be a depression. And all that, I mean, Julie found a nice technical, well, it was a non-technical um, definition of it because yeah. technically there is no technical definition of a depression. But what it means to you is that you have to have, as to Julie's point, urgency in applying to these programs because there's who's to know what six months from now or 90 days from now the government will be focused on? And if you don't, like, for example, the PPP program, we are hearing from a lot of great sources that money is going to be gone this week. So if you haven't applied, you need to apply right away. And the other thing is apply to multiple lenders. So long story short, Julie, can you talk about that, how they can apply to multiple lenders? Yeah,
2: well, so just to keep the program straight, the SBA disaster loan, you do that direct through the SBA website. But when we're talking about uh, going to multiple lenders, what we're talking about specifically is the payroll protection program, which is facilitated through normal banks and credit unions. So whoever you've got your checking and savings account with, you're going to start with them and find out whether they do SBA loans. Now, If they say no, that doesn't mean that you don't get the PPP. What it means is you have to find a lender locally who does SBA deals. Now, when you- We have that list, right? Right, we have that list. So when you text survival to 31996, we include a a special lookup. So let's say that your bank says, nope, we're not doing that program, or your credit union- you just type in your state, and it'll pop up which lenders are doing it. Now, let's say that lender is fifty miles away. You don't you don't have to go in. You can you know you just call them and you connect. But you do have to do it through an actual lender or credit union. So um, that's the difference with well, that. Now, but- here's the thing: you can apply, and you should apply with multiple lenders. Why? Right. Because a lot of them are swamped, especially the bigger ones are. They've already reported that they're pretty much slammed. So what happens is you can do some multiple apps. And whoever adopts you and says, yes, we're going to approve it. We're going to handle your deal. They basically claim that. It's kind of like when you do an FHA loan and you have a, a, like an account or like a file number. They're, like they're yours. And yeah. then the, the other applications just don't get processed because it's been claimed essentially. Right. So you can do multiple apps. And we do recommend you do that because this money is not going to last forever. We think that it will be extended, but there's no guarantee. So cover your own cash flow.
1: That that's pretty much it. I mean, so if you've not received, um, if you're not a member of that free coaching program, it does include a daily semi-private coaching call. Um, So definitely text the word "survival" to three one nine nine six. You can activate your membership and become a member um, of the coaching call. So or of the coaching program. So Julie and I are working on the third section, and it's we actually had. I mean, we walked six miles on what was Saturday. And yes, Sunday.
2: <laughs> Pretty day. much almost every day. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what we're doing to stay in shape since our <laughs> yeah. gyms closed. But so uh, we were having fun kind of like
2: speculating, think, think,
1: it. speculating, uh, dreaming a little bit, I suppose, about what the next 12 months will be like. And we came up with what we feel is a very, I think, defendable position of what's going to happen next in the overall economy. And what we're going to do, and this is the profit section, so the ultimate agent survival guide that we give you guys as part of that coaching program, just text the word survival to 31996. It's broken into three parts. It goes uh, personal, then it goes protect, then it goes um, profit. (laughs) Sorry. So those three sections. So the profit section, I think, is going to be a lot. We're having a tremendous amount of fun because what we really think will happen is all of this money will essentially... Be spent in the economy. And you're going to see asset prices go just absolutely insane. But we don't think, and we're going to drill down on this more and give you guys reasons to, you know, so we can uh, essentially maybe use this information to formulate your own plan. But we don't think there's going to be any sort of meaningful return. To people feeling comfortable spending money until there's a vaccine for the coronavirus. And here's the only here, here's the obvious reason why. It's because you guys are all, though you probably don't know it yet, a little shell-shocked and feeling a little PTSD from all this, or you will notice the difference in how you feel going forward when you're able to not be quarantined all the time anymore. And so what you're going to discover is you're going to discover that you don't feel comfortable and confident probably spending money because you don't know if the coronavirus is going to come back. And they're all expecting everywhere you turn and listen, they're all saying it's expected to come back in the fall. Well, if you have basically just licked your wounds from feeling under attack, under siege, quite literally... For the last 60 or 90 days, however long they keep us in quarantine, you're probably not going to feel that comfortable going to spend money when the quarantine is lifted or lifted partially in your community until the virus vaccine is actually, you know, essentially being injected into people, right? And there's a new report coming out today that they don't think actually that the virus that if you had it they don't think the antibodies will prevent you from having it again they're discovering that the antibodies sometime prevent some people from not getting it again but it's inconclusive so really we're looking at 18 months hopefully on the outside 12 months optimistically until there's an actual um, solution to this problem until that happens Everyone's going to basically be in this getting ready to get started holding pattern as far as uh, feeling overly optimistic. Now, the mistake that you're going to probably be tempted to make is just staying in your mental, emotional and financial bomb shelter until the clouds clear. And that is a huge mistake because the greatest fortunes in history have always been made during the greatest times of change. So whether or not, like, for example, we could be in this holding pattern for another year where maybe there's little signs of life here and there. People are starting to come out. But when you go out, it's going to be bizarre. People are going to be wearing masks. There's going to be lines to get in stores. Is Costco still going to limit the number of people going into in grocery stores? No, probably. Are restaurants ever going to basically, you know, how many stores on your, on your street front as you're driving down your main street? How many of those are even going to be in operation? How many of those are going to be closed never to open again? You guys get my point? so the new normal is going to be definitely going to feel very abnormal in that time that's when you have to be drilling down and operating out of the sense that out of maybe if it's even borrowed confidence you can borrow it from us Because in that intervening, in this intervening time, maybe it's six months, maybe it's twelve months. This is an opportunity for you to really get your act together, and this is the reason we wanted you guys to put your own mask first on first. All these, you know, the personal, the Paycheck Protection Program, and all the things we've been hammering at you guys constantly to do, so you have some financial staying power. Once you have financial staying power, then you have to move towards learning the things that are necessary for you to make it through. I you know we are on these various events today and <clears throat> everyone says they're convinced but I don't believe it. Everyone says they're convinced that you know the uh economy is what it is and but I'm still reading and I hear people talk about well there's going to be a V-shaped recovery or there's going to be all these other you know things that are going to happen that are going to miraculously cause the economy to go back it, it just won't, guys. So what we're entering into is we're entering a new time in history. A new new type of economy is going to emerge from this. It's not just going to be like flipping a light switch and all of a sudden everything's going to be new and we're all going to be running around on rocket scooters. It's not like that. That's not what I'm proposing. What I'm saying is the very nature of how people and businesses interact is going to forever change. It's, if, it doesn't seem, if that doesn't seem obvious to you yet, give it a few months and you'll see how much things – have changed, but also how many things are never going to change back. So accept the fact, and this is the emotional part, this is the thing I, that I fear for most of you guys, is that emotionally you're going to hope and pray that things are going to return to be like they were before because it was comfortable. You sort of had that type of world and existence worked out. And as long as you're trying to go back to a place where you feel like things are normal again based on what the way they were just a month ago, which is crazy, then what you're not going to do the things necessary to move forward. And then you're going to suffer needlessly six months or 12 months from now. And then all the other people that did take action on the things that we're going to start telling you guys about in the second section, uh, which is called protect, they're going to basically have seized the market and you're going to be out of business. And that's unfortunately what's going to happen with virtually every business, not just with real estate agents. You thinking anything, Jules?
2: Yeah. I mean, it. people keep on trying to say, oh, it was like post nine eleven. Oh, it was like 2008, 2009. Oh, you know, maybe it's going to be like the depression. I read uh, one of the things that you sent me to read last night uh, that it will be probably a depression, but in a different way, it's not going to match anything that we've ever seen because it wasn't caused by anything that we've ever seen. So all that means at the end of the day is you have to be flexible. You have to be versatile. You have to take what the market is willing to give you, and you must protect yourself first so you have the freedom of your mindset to be able to reach out and help people who actually need your help. Tim, one of the things that I'm seeing from you know our endless supply of coaching calls and of course our premier coaching members is that the transact the new transactions. So there's two things going on. One is you guys are, as Tim said, as you said earlier you're working through those transactions that you put together 30, 60, 90 days ago. So we're getting those closings. There's, there's been some hiccups there, but by and large, they are indeed closing. I heard a new one today from, of course, one of our California agents that was uh, something in contract... During the time they were pending, the whole Corona thing, you know, got to be real. And the buyer, in spite of having all of their, you know, all their contingencies removed, decided to ask the seller for a a, uh, 10% discount, a Corona discount. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) So, but guess what? Our coaching member, very smart, was able to keep it together. Negotiated something; they got it to close. So we have that going on, getting through the the previous deals, and then we have the new reality of what's being put together now. And what is it? Very pure motivation. We have people that are relocating, divorcing, that are you know finishing well, their new builds. You're meandering, but, but you're, stuff's happening. Yeah, so. but
1: that's the bottom line. So what Julie's yeah. expressing to you guys there. Are as several thoughts but the biggest one being that there's going to be clients out there that are going to require a specialized skill set which frankly many of you have never been exposed to because you've been in real estate for only since the, you know, the fluff years is what I, <laughs> Julie and I call it the past 10 years where basically everything was just fluff everything was social networking and rah 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 and walking on coals just garbage that had nothing to do with real skill set well those days are over and <coughs> <Breathe>. sorry <laughs> in addition to that you're looking okay. at essentially a sea change and again the skill set thing is the main thing what do we mean by skill set well what
2: we're talking about is versatility the ability to do a multiple of types of transactions in a multiple situations without saying no that's not that's out of my wheelhouse. Or without saying, nope, we're not going to do it that way because we've always done it this way before. For you guys to, to look at things like probate, for example, you probably never had the thought that I should be working some probate transactions. Well, guess what? They're very motivated and have to sell for the most part. So again, you go to taking care of what the market is willing to give you. And you stay frosty on things like the fact that uh, loans are actually getting harder to get in spite of lower interest rates. You stay up to speed on what the new credit requirements are. And instead of saying, oh, always me, you know, I'm going to wait for that V-shaped recovery. If I just get it through the next two weeks of lockdown, everything's going to turn around. That's a good way to make yourself broke. And one of the reasons we're being so adamant about this uh, personal First part of our, our plan here, which is taking care of yourselves financially, is because one thing that is similar, well, I hope that it doesn't end up being similar, is, you know, in the 2008, 2009, some of you thought that short sales and REOs were not going to be in your market, and you didn't do anything to learn anything about it, and most of what you did was past client center of influence stuff that was called luck, that was called recreational moving, and some of you waited too long. And we don't want to see that happen again. We don't want to see the market hand you your butt, okay? I mean, I don't know how else I can say it.
1: Right. So starting tomorrow, I think we can officially... By the way, guys, that was a diet cook going down the wrong hole. Cough, not a coronavirus <laughs> no, cough. So no, okay. worries. okay. I'm okay. Looking right at
2: him. He's okay. Well, ish. Yes, ish. Considering <laughs> what we do for a living.
1: So starting tomorrow um yes. let's we are going to really really get tight on the second part of our guide which is of course the protect guide so i want you guys to get ready to take great notes so starting tomorrow we're going to really drill down we, we touched on a little bit a couple of weeks ago but we're really going to focus in on what we know to be the top 10 things that you guys need to be doing now to make money but I'm gonna warn you, it's like everything else we've been unfortunately having to hammer you guys with for the past month, it's gonna make a lot of you very uncomfortable um, because of the fact that it's not gonna be it's gonna be a skills-based approach to real estate. And it's gonna be essentially doing the real thing, the real work of real estate, which a lot of you don't know you haven't been doing. I want you to think about what I just said. You don't know you haven't been doing it. Because other people have told you that social networking and dropping off pumpkin pies and all that stuff is real work it's not that's just been playful stuff that's not the real work of real estate you're going to have to learn how to have tough conversations with folks you're going to have to learn how to actually have sales skills you're going to have to learn how to answer questions and frankly the questions themselves are going to make you very nervous and maybe uncomfortable until you become comfortable because you have the skill set all the things we're going to ask you to do we know will work in this market Again, going back to Julie's point is that you have to realize that no matter what direction the market's going, no matter what interest rates are, no matter who the president is, no matter whatever is happening, okay, coronavirus or not coronavirus, there's always going to be sellers that have to sell. That's what we focus on in our coaching business. We do not talk about teams. We do not talk about branding. We do not talk about all this Mickey Mouse stuff that people are so fascinated with. We talk about the things that actually require real work but also result in real revenue. That's what our coaching organization is based on, not based on all the fluffery that was normalized over the last decade. So understand that there always are gonna be sellers that have to sell. There are always going to be sellers that want to hire an agent and pay a really nice commission. There's always going to be situations where the seller is going to need to liquidate the property. You just have to be skilled enough to have have the right to earn that business. And if you're not, because essentially you're a self-proclaimed Instagram star or whatever, if that's what you think is going to make it work for you in this new world, you're wrong. And also another warning to all of you, and I do mean this with absolute 100% 100% certainty. Most of you have built your business predicated on the idea that centers of influence and past clients will get you into the end zone. That is true only in a seller's market because, in a seller's market, guys, the sellers themselves are not that selective on what they do business with because, after all, they know how to sell themselves in a seller's market. That is true. Okay. So if you're going to think that just focusing in on your sellers, your centers of influence, and past clients, are going to make it so that you have consistency of income let alone you have you know let alone a you know frankly a very a profitable business you're wrong those centers of influence and past clients unless they have to sell sellers aren't going to sell in this market and those of you who are focused on buyers those you guys are the ones i feel sorry for the most because most of you have basically come up in this era of buying buyer leads, and you don't realize that buyers are the first ones to take themselves out of the market. Because at the end of the day, there's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. They can always rent. They can always stay put. They don't have to buy. There's no such thing. Okay, But there are examples of a seller that has to sell. And that's what we want you to focus on. Because at least for the next 12 to 18 months, and frankly for the rest of your real estate careers, once you have mastered the art of becoming the most powerful version of yourself as a listing agent, I promise you, you will not care about the economy. You will not care about interest rates, you will not care about any of the other things that causes so many other people to go have sleepless nights. You will know that you can survive regardless of what direction the market's going. As a matter of fact, you'll also know that the greatest fortunes of man or woman are always made during the greatest times of change, and that's what we're experiencing now. So don't be afraid of the change, guys. Embrace it, realizing that ultimately your highest and truest purpose in this planet is to be of service to others. And there's never been a, frankly, in our professional working careers or yours, there's never been a more important or a a better opportunity for us to be of service to other people. Anything you'd like to say, dear?
2: Well, you know, it makes me think that all of these things that are basically purifying their businesses, you know, being really focused on motivated to have to sell sellers, all of this will also serve you well, even in a hot seller's market, in any market. Tim, to your point, it gives them wings. It gives them confidence that, you know what? I, I don't really even have to pay attention to which kind of market it is because I know what to do regardless. And you know, you were talking about in, even in times of crisis or things that are going on, there's always motivated people. I, whenever you say that, I, I always remember the fact that both your parents and my parents bought their houses in the late 70s, mid to late 70s when interest rates were insane, right? They were like 17, 18%. You say that to like a millennial that's been selling real estate for 10 years where interest rates have never been, what, above five or so tops. It's like they can't even imagine why anybody would buy a house then. And yet that happened. I
1: don't know if you realize the uh, interest that you brought Mm -hmm. up that point. Mm -hmm. So going back to the late 70s, guys, that's essentially what we're predicting we're going to experience after there's a huge boom. I don't want to, you know, go too far forward here but the reality of it is is all the stimulus money is going to find a home to roost it's going to find it in asset prices including real estate so what you guys are going to see is when this coronavirus is finally in the rear view and people are feeling confident again you're going to see a absolutely insane market for anything that's a store of wealth real estate art collector cars gold and silver anything that people perceive will be a good long-term storage of wealth other than cash. And that's what's absolutely going to happen. So you're going to see massive increase in cost of things, which is also known as inflation. And unfortunately, what's going to happen on the other side of that is probably hyperinflation. We're going to be talking a little bit about that on a future podcast. But here's what's important. And please remember we said this. there We are working towards what's going to feel like an absolutely insane um Orgy of money spending, but that's not going to happen until after the coronavirus, um, you know, basically vaccine. comes and goes. The vaccine comes and goes, and that's only if unemployment starts to drop in those uh, in those months. We might be wrong because after the coronavirus vaccine is uh, created and people are starting to take it, if they still don't have jobs, um, they're still they're not going to spend money. But if employment does start to come back in the six to twelve months that precedes that. Um, essentially the coronavirus, and that becomes the story, the booming U.S. economy, employers adding payroll, and people start to feel confident again, then you're going to see a crazy market for just about everything that people will hope that will be a good storage of wealth. But then it's going to be followed by a really nasty bout of inflation and then some questioning about whether or not, you know, what's going to happen to the U.S. currency and like that. But here's what we're going to do on an upcoming podcast we're going to go as far as maybe 18 months out. We're going to tell you what we think will happen and what we and the reasons we think it'll happen, but it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to take our advice, create your own But what we're always going to hedge on, if you want to know where Julie and I's heart and soul is when it comes to talking with you guys, it's always on over-preparing you. So we're definitely optimists. We definitely want to hope for the best, but we definitely want to prepare you guys for the worst. What we see everybody doing, and this is the critical mistake, is they're just hoping for the best. They're not preparing for the worst. We are going to do everything in our power to let you guys know that it is your moral obligation to apply for all those government programs. It's your moral obligation to get as much of that money as you can so you can take care of yourself, so you can make it through this essentially economic firestorm or economic ice age, whatever you want to call it, that's coming our way, so then you can benefit from the profit phase.
2: Well, so if, if that doesn't motivate you, imagine you six months from now, maybe even only 90 days from now, and you missed out on this, and future you looks back at current you and says you knew about this stuff and you didn't do anything about it, and now you're standing in line at Costco for three hours to get in to hopefully feed your family, I, I don't know, I don't want that situation for any of you. I want you to go, thank you past me for having that together, that's pretty awesome. So it's your choice to make, and the, you know the actions that we're asking you to do on these special programs don't even take that long. So make sure you're saying thank you past self instead of what in the world were you thinking not taking action.
1: Don't emotionally argue with this at what we're saying if you know worrying about if there's any moral issues with taking the money, okay? Let's not even waste time with that. Some of you have that issue. I sort of did, to be honest with you, a month ago, because it's just weird telling people to, you know, yeah. take all the handouts. And we did a
2: ton of research. Every we night did. we still are doing tons and tons of research. We are just not just like throwing this out there because it sounds cool. It's because we believe in what's probably happening. Yep. And because of the issue of, you know, nobody really being able to predict. Somebody said that the lockdowns were like uh, if you had a prison sentence where you could get out tomorrow or possibly not for a really long time. And, to you know, you'd, you had the uncertainty. You could be told tomorrow, hey, there's a vaccine. It's awesome. Or you're going to be in lockdown for six more months. And the stress of that that wears on you you you've got to do something about things you can control which are things like the disaster loan the ppp
1: You're saying people are under, they're they're, underestimating the, psychological the stress stress yeah. yes and, and because definitely.
2: we've grown used to it over 30 days sort of
1: sort of yeah there's definitely gonna be some yeah. some ptsd
2: yeah but, i and you know there's been a lot of psychological stuff i've read oh, about yeah. that and uh. You know, anticipatory grief because you don't really know how it's going to go. Yep. And uh, not to mention that it is pretty funny watching all the whole homeschool stuff that, uh, what did I tell you yesterday? I read that 20 years from now, the world will be run by people (laughs) that were homeschooled by day drinkers, (laughs) you know, like wearing your day jammies. (laughs) What's the long-term ramifications of that? But, you know, you have to keep it pretty lighthearted. My, have, <laughs> my point is that you've got to control what you can control.
1: Yesterday was Easter, and Julie and I went on our <laughs> six-mile sojourn around this neighborhood that we live in. And um, we noticed that people, and we were leaving, I don't know, was it around 1 p.m. or something? Yeah. And we yeah. were, walk, we were walking around, and people were rolling past us and golf carts drinking. And we thought, well, I didn't take long a month. Nope. And basically, happy hour now is about 11 a.m., you know well, but so julie's joke about you know the effect of all these day drinkers having on all these kids who're the supposed to be homeschooling that's going kind to of fun
2: just the haircuts alone are going to be entertaining when we <laughs> all get back in the wild and i you know the other thing i've noticed since our our neighborhood has lots of golf cart action is these uh I have to say, lots of men looking like they've been hit by a stun gun with, like, their two-year-old in their lap. And you just know they were thrown out of the house and said, just go drive around for a while. And they, they just, you know, I think we all are dealing with some uh, shifts in our schedules, for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah, that's so, right. It's Shift, all right. Shifts in our expectations, too. So, listen, guys, stay connected to us. Thank us for this podcast, I, I the emails and the texts and You know, the praise is really welcome. We really love it. But the way you guys can help us is by helping us stay true to our mission, which is being of service to other people. So please, guys, share this podcast with other people. If you're on iTunes or Stitcher listening to us, please give us a five-star review. Um, You know, whatever you can to help us, guys, get the word out. If you're listening, one of our... Uh, podcast videos on YouTube, obviously subscribe, anything you can help us to reinforce the message that we're delivering. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to do it even though we're except we're you know, we're definitely getting criticism for telling agents to do these things. A lot of people like to get on their high horses and it's like, shut up. I don't even want. Honestly, I'm not even. I'm not even going to engage with those people anymore. They, they're, they're trying to basically virtue signal that they're somehow morally superior to people that take advantage of government programs, and I just don't agree. That doesn't even remotely make sense. So, all that support us, guys. Help us get the word out. If you're looking for a great book to read, you can get our book. I was going to say Barnes & Noble, but you can't go there. So you can get our book at (laughs) Amazon. Amazon. It's called Harris Rules. And remember, while you still can take advantage of these programs, uh, text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show anytime. Um, And remember, um, our podcast and replays are available, and there's hundreds of past podcasts you can go and listen to now if you're sick of watching Netflix. Have a great day.